Dan Quinn is officially gone. What will the Dallas Cowboys do at defensive coordinator? Now, all that and more in this episode of the Locked On Cowboys podcast. You are Locked On Cowboys, your daily Dallas Cowboys podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome back to the Locked On Cowboys podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. We'd like to thank you for making us your first listen of the day. This episode is brought to you by LinkedIn. LinkedIn Jobs helps you find the qualified candidates that you want to talk to faster. Post your job for free at linkedin.com slash NFL. That is linkedin.com slash NFL to post your job for free. Terms and conditions apply. I am your host, Marcus Mosier. You can follow me on Twitter at Marcus underscore Mosier. Joining me today, as always, is Landon McCool. You can follow him on Twitter at McCoolBCB. On today's show, we're discussing Dan Quinn leaving for the Washington Commanders. And maybe the Cowboys having to use LinkedIn to find their next defensive coordinator. <laughs> uh, Lena, let's talk about why Why did Dan Quinn decide to leave now? And why did he decide to leave for a division rival? It's a good question. You know, I, I think you got the impression that, you know, Dan Quinn had had kind of been through this process the last two years and was was – uh, you know, uh, was discerning as to where he was going, right? And was, uh, 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 you know, really being choosy about the the spot that he was going to end up landing in. So it was a little bit surprising to see him, you know, kind of take the the fallback job, meaning he was the fallback, uh, 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 you know, candidate Not a doubt. Uh, for for Washington. Um, you know, when there's so much unknown there. I mean, look, I, I, I don't think that. I think there's a lot of people out there that are talking about Washington as as a great job because it's a a, a high a traditionally you know, a high profile uh, team at certain points years ago, uh, and that Dan you know Dan Snyder is no longer there. But but like the lack of Dan Snyder doesn't mean that it's going to be a good organization. So I, I guess I, I was a little bit surprised that he took the job just because. You know he 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 has been basically been very kind of picky about what he was was looking for. So I have to imagine that maybe he was concerned about coming back another year and being able to uh, vaunt himself back into the uh, head coaching uh, uh, talk, especially when you consider what we talked about, like uh, what was it yesterday, where you've got all these young candidates who are deciding to wait until the twenty twenty five season to. Uh, come out. Maybe Dan Quinn didn't want to have to compete with those guys for mm-hmm. for jobs that are available then. So it, it could be that he, you know, he got to a point where he realized, man, maybe I, I I waited too long on this, and I need to take a job while I have the opportunity. Uh, which you know, in some ways, can be a cautionary tale for guys like Slonick and Johnson, right? Like sure. there is sure. a point where where you don't necessarily. Uh, 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 you know, you can't keep turning over positive results to be in the head coaching uh, uh, conversation every single year. Sometimes you should take the job when you have the opportunity. So it's interesting. I'm not exactly sure why he took it, but I have to think that that plays a part. Yeah, because we've heard the last couple of years, like he was Denver's first choice, I think in the 2022 cycle. Um, And they, he turned them down. They ended up hiring, was it Nate Hackett? 
right? And Hackett got yep. fired after the year. He was one of their number one choices last year, and they decided to go with Sean Payton to kind of fix that Russell Wilson situation. He was one of the favorites in Chicago. He was a favorite in Carolina. Yep. Um, I mean, there was a lot of places where he could have gone to take a head coaching job last year or the year before, decided not to do it. I think there's two things that you mentioned that I think were absolutely true. Number one, this really does feel like a lame duck coaching situation in Dallas this year, right? Like Mike yeah. McCarthy in the last year of his deal, deal, Jerry Jones talking about going all in, which we haven't even got to, by the way. Oh, we haven't. Yeah. Uh, a lot of stuff to talk about here, guys. Go but it, it does feel like something is going to happen with this coaching staff after the year. I mean, that's just the way that we're trending. And on top of that, you mentioned like, I would not want to be a coaching candidate in next year's cycle. When you have Ben Johnson, you have Bobby Slowick, uh, you have some of these other, you, you know, young and upcoming hotshot offensive coordinator candidates. Plus you still have Bill Belichick and Mike Vrabel that are just hanging around yeah. out there. Both of those guys, I, I got to imagine are going to want to get a job next year. And we just had a, a coaching cycle landing where we saw nine openings. Like that's yeah. more than a quarter of the league. I mean, it's pretty likely that's not going to be the case next year. So there's only going to probably be five or six jobs. Is Dan Quinn going to get one of those five or six jobs next year? That's certainly not a guarantee. Yeah. And I also wonder if, you know, I wonder if he wasn't surprised that he didn't get that Seattle job. You know, I, I, I wonder if, if he kind of had just anticipated being out the door and that the Seattle job was the, the, the thing he was patient for, right? Like the, the, yes. the job that he was, and maybe he knew for. that was coming down the pike eventually, you know? Yeah. And then when he didn't get it, like he, maybe a certain amount of panic had set in and, 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 and to the point, like he also, you know, uh, uh, all the other things we talked about, right? Like looking forward to the next coaching cycle, can I reproduce good enough results on this defense in order to keep in that conversation for next year? I, I wonder if all those started to kind of press on him even further. And so, Washington and 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 him kind of looked at each other like, well, neither one of the neither one of us were our first choice for this, but let's make the best of a of a bad situation. And maybe he was hoping to get the Cowboys job as well. Like that's kind of been rumored for a while. Like, hey, he could potentially take over for Mike McCarthy if he were to be fired. And once it was confirmed that McCarthy was coming back, that was another door that kind of shut. So we're going to talk about some potential options to replace him but i do want to know what are your thoughts on quinn as a head coach now in the division with the dallas cowboys uh i think on a personal note i'm 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 glad for for quinn i think he it has the right temperament and leadership skills to be a very good head coach uh so i i don't like that aspect for it being washington and a division rival um I would have the same concerns with with Quinn, with Quinn that I would with uh, with you know a lot of these other defensive minded head coaches, right? Who is going to be your offensive coordinator? If they're bringing Chip Kelly in to be their offensive coordinator, that's an interesting fit. You it know, is. it's 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 it's. I, I don't want to say it's bad or or it's good because I kind of just think it's interesting right now, and I'd like to see how that plays out a little bit. Uh, but I, I do think that, you know, that's my main concern is with defensive coordinator head coaches is that you're kind of constantly having to play an arms race to find new and young and better offensive coordinators, which is obviously the, you know, the most important assistant that you're going to have. 
Uh, and, and when you don't have that, like you're not the play caller, especially the offensive play caller, uh, you're kind of constantly chasing uh, 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 quality offensive uh, coordinators because you're, you know, if you if they are quality for your team, they're likely to leave very quickly. So uh, well, we, that is. We have. even saw a report today that he would really like Brian Schottenheimer to run the offense, and that one's interesting because Brian Schottenheimer is the offensive coordinator for the Cowboys right now. He's under contract, but he's not calling plays. So I I wonder like if Schottenheimer went to the Joneses and said, hey. I would like to go somewhere where I can call plays. Can you, or will you let me leave how that would play out? Like, are you really going to let your offensive coordinator leave for a lateral job? They'd, they'd no have, idea. they'd have to make him an assistant head coach, you know, that classic move. But I don't know. even know if you can do that anymore. I think they took away. That oh, did they, did they finally take yeah. away that rule? Yeah. Yeah. That loophole. So I think it's, it's like, here's an opportunity we can go call plays, but you're under contract here. Like we're not letting you leave. Well, and honestly, I mean, to me, that's the second most important uh, uh, position that I'm worried about losing to Dan Quinn in Washington. I, I, I'm I'm more concerned about who on that defensive staff he's taking mm. with him. To be honest. Yeah, let's talk about that because there's been some some rumblings today that the Cowboys could be losing one of their top assistants to Dan Quinn. We will be discussing that next. This episode is brought to you by LinkedIn. At the start of the new year, every small business owner is asking themselves the same question. What's the one move that I can make that'll take my business to the next level in 2024? LinkedIn Jobs knows that your success all depends on the team that you surround yourself with. That's why LinkedIn Jobs has created the tools to help you find the right professionals for your team faster and for free. LinkedIn isn't just another job board. LinkedIn has a vast network of more than a billion professionals, which makes it the best place to hire. Hiring is easy when you have this many quality candidates. So easy, in fact, that 86% of small businesses get a qualified candidate within 24 hours. It's why small businesses rate LinkedIn jobs number one in delivering quality hires versus leading competitors. Thankfully, uh, LinkedIn has, has done so much to help people hire. They've made that process so quick and easy. Post your job for free at linkedin.com slash lockdown NFL. That is linkedin.com slash lockdown NFL to post your job for free. Terms and conditions apply. This episode is brought to you by DoorDash. Did the game go to timeout? Time to order in with DoorDash. Is it halftime? That is ordering in time. Two minute warning. You got it. That is your cue to order in. Whenever the game clock stops, that's the time to order in with DoorDash. You can order pizza, wings, sodas, burgers, or even just buns on DoorDash and get it all delivered without missing the game. Make sure you stock up before game day. Get all your favorite appetizers and all of your tailgate gear on DoorDash. Then get ready to watch your team win. Get 50% off up to a $10 value when you spend $15 or more on your first order. When you download the DoorDash app and enter promo code LOCK23, subject to change, terms apply. Again, don't forget to enter promo code LOCK23 for 50% off up to a $10 value on your first order when you download the DoorDash app and you spend $15 or more, subject to change, terms apply. Welcome back to the Locked On Cowboys podcast. We want to let you know that Locked On has launched the first ever national sports 24-7 streaming channel on YouTube. Locked On Sports Today is here for you 24-7, covering the top sports stories of the day with the local experts of Locked On, plus our national shows covering every league. Go to Locked On Sports Today on YouTube and subscribe to the first ever 
national sports 24-7 streaming channel. All right, Landon, let's talk about Joe Witt, who a lot of people believe that the Cowboys were kind of grooming to potentially take over Dan Quinn's spot once he left. And now we're hearing some rumblings that Dan Quinn would love to bring Joe Witt onto his staff to be his defensive coordinator. What do you make of this whole situation? Yeah, I mean, this is concerning. This is something we I, I talked about a while ago. It's like, <laughs> it makes me think of our sponsors, right? When, when when your defensive coordinator leaves because he got a job on LinkedIn, you can't just door dash yourself a new defensive coordinator, yeah, right? It's, it. Especially if you've got like uh, uh, continuity issues that you want to keep. So to me, what I've always kind of made myself feel better about is that if Dan Quinn leaves, you know, if you're still trying to kind of go... <laughs> And we still have not spoken about this. We, we keep mentioning it. Jerry mentioning an all-in season, whatever that means, right? And if that's even uh, 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 any truth to that, you would want to hope that that there wouldn't be a big change uh, in defensive schematics, you know, into a, going into a season where you're trying to push chips in. So Joe Witt Jr. made a lot of sense. I mean, he obviously is the guy who's calling the defensive backfield uh, plays. I think you you if you could find a way to keep Joe Witt and then keep Durday as well. I think that you can keep a reasonable facsimile of, of the kind of command structure that you got that produced positive results at times. But again, like part of the issue is that, you know, there was a ceiling to that defense too. Right. And that, now that's you're, the thing you're, I keep coming back to. It's yeah. like, why run the same defense without the guy that was designing and calling the defense anyway? It just, it feels like you're going to have the same defense, but just at a, performing at a lesser level. Well, and, and here comes the real problem, right? The real issue with this is it, it, you're going all in, so you're trying to have the best possible season next year. Is it better to have continuity in a defense that wasn't quite good enough and missing a uh, the defensive coordinator that you feel like may have been part of the secret sauce to make it run? Or is it better to redo this whole thing, you know, start with a new a new set of schematics, maybe something that is more, more modern that can, you know, kind of handle some more of this Shanahan offenses with the, the cost, the risk and the cost of the fact that you're going to have to completely redo your defense and you lose the continuity that you've gained uh, uh, with this, with this group. So it's basically kind of like starting over on defense. So, and that's what I don't like. I hate that these are our two choices, you know? It's like, and that this is, I guess, my general issue with this whole kind of one more year run it back scheme is that you're, like I said from the beginning, you're you're already stepping, uh, taking a step back from where you were last year going into next season. So, yeah, I mean, I, 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 I look, if you're trying to go with the continuity route, I think Joe Witt Jr. is, is the home run pick. Right. Like if that's the route you're trying to get, go, there's the hope with Joe Witt that he is a younger first time defensive or, or a younger defensive coordinator. Maybe he has some of his own ideas on how to beat some of this stuff that he will incorporate and bring in that will help kind of advance this defense where it needs to go. That's 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 my, my hope. Right. That there's no there's no evidence of that. That's just my hope. But if if outside of that, if you lose Joe Witt Jr. to Washington, there aren't a lot of great continuity choices, right? I know a lot of people are throwing, and we could talk about some of the other guys, but I know people are throwing other names out there, but I just think that Joe Witt is the guy that has the experience schematically calling the defenses on the back end. 
uh, you know, despite him wanting to be a defensive coordinator and him being eligible to be hired as the defensive coordinator without, you know, permission, I think, from mm-hmm. the Cowboys, mm-hmm. he has stated that def- that the defensive coordinator, Dallas Cowboys defensive coordinator job is like his dream job. So, uh, yeah, I really don't know. I feel like it's a very much a 50-50 chance that he stays or he goes. I, I really am not sure. I just know that of these guys that I've heard thrown around as continuity candidates, Durde, Al Harris, Joe Witt is like magnitudes of order better than those guys simply because he has a lot more experience on the X's and O's side. Yeah, and we've even seen like some of the players have been advocating for Al Harris, uh, which I, I get. Al Harris is a very likable coach, but even Al Harris admits like he's not really a scheme guy. Like that's just not his expertise, what, right? What it's makes Al Harris what makes Al Harris great is the person the the personal relationship he has with defensive backs and telling them the specific techniques to use as a corner right like as as a corner speaking that doesn't necessarily translate to scheming and and game planning against the entire offense and all that and and, and all the other small parts of this like that takes a lot more experience al harris is very very good at what he does that doesn't necessarily mean that he's going to be very very good at the job that is you know the next rung up from where he is yeah, and I don't know, is, is Al Harris more of a DQ guy or is he more of a McCarthy guy, right? Like, I, he I said know. he said that he would follow DQ anywhere. Like, I, like I, I think it was somebody was putting up quotes on Twitter about how he could go coach the Blue, the blue Hens and he would go uh, uh, coach for him there. So I honestly think that Al Harris is more likely to leave than Witt uh, to, be, to be perfectly blunt, but but we'll see. It's a really difficult situation to, to kind of figure out because everybody at home is rooting for somebody, right? You're either rooting for Joe Witt or you're rooting for one of these outside guys to come in and fix. I, I will say this. I, I'm kind of the point where I'm not done with this style of defense, but I've also seen like first year defensive coordinators, like look at uh, Mike McDonald in Baltimore. Yeah. First year in the Ravens and instantly turned that defense around. And yeah, they added Roquan Smith last year, but it, I mean, you look at that, like the defensive line, there's it's pretty average group. Even the secondary was pretty average outside of Kyle Hamilton. I think if you get the right defensive coordinator in here, they can come in right away and have success. Look at Dan Quinn, what Dan Quinn did in year one for the Cowboys, right? Like 2020 was a mess between Mike Nolan and then they come in. They're really good the next year with Dan Quinn. Is there another guy that could achieve that kind of success in Dallas? I don't know, but I, I, I that's kind of where I'm at. I'm kind of hoping for an outside guy. And just one more thing before we, we move on to potential sleeper candidates. I've seen a lot of this discussion on Twitter, like, oh, Cowboy fans are going to miss DQ. They don't know what they're missing in Dan Quinn. I agree. Like, I think Cowboy fans are going to miss Dan Quinn. Those regular season defenses were amazing. Uh, they, I think they led the NFL, landing in turnovers, like three straight years. He helped develop Trayvon Diggs. He helped develop Deron Bland. He helped make Mike, Micah Parsons arguably the best uh, player in the NFL. But that doesn't mean he was perfect either. And I think... The, the Shanahan's just kind of had their way with him. They knew exactly what buttons to push every single time when they played him. I think the I think Cowboy fans are going to miss DQ, but there is also hope that maybe a change in style and scheme might be better when it actually gets time to play in the playoffs, uh, stopping the teams that matter. I think, you know, Jerry Jones has the same problem that a lot of Cowboys fans have, right? Is that, but, but it's so good. 
Like it's <laughs> this is we've won twelve games three years in a row. They they've led the team in t- turnovers and, and and that's so so good. But the, the you know the it's the classic good being the enemy of great. You know it's like it, it good can keep you plateaued in an area for a long long time. If you do the same things over and over again, you're gonna get the same results. So sometimes you have to be willing to destroy good to get to great. And and like. I think that that has been a problem with this team uh, on a 10,000 foot view on a minutia level for a long time. And and I'm, I'm interested to see them kind of break that cycle. finally. All right. Let's talk about some potential options for the defensive coordinator job that aren't currently on the coaching staff. We will get to that next. This episode is brought to you by Prize Picks. Prize Picks is the largest daily fantasy sports platform in North America. It is the easiest and most exciting way to play DFS because it's just you against the numbers. Instead of battling thousands of other players, including pros and sharks, all you have to do is pick more than or less than on two to six player stat projections and watch the winnings roll in. Prize Picks is the most fun that I've had playing daily, daily fantasy sports because so many different players. So many different stat projections to choose from. It's absolutely amazing. Plus, Prize Picks even offers a reboot policy so that your entries stay in play, even if one of your players gets injured. For football and basketball games, if you have a player who exits the game in the first half and does not return for the second, that player is rebooted. Prize Picks is the only daily fantasy sports platform with an injury insurance policy. So go to prizepicks.com slash NFL. And use promo code LOCKEDONNFL for a first deposit match up to $100. Again, go to prizepicks.com slash LOCKEDONNFL and use promo code LOCKEDONNFL for a first deposit match up to $100. Welcome back to the Lockdown Cowboys podcast. We are discussing some outside defensive coordinator options for the Cowboys. Selfishly, this is kind of what I hope happens because it would give us a lot more content for the offseason. <laughs> you know, yeah. A lot of shows that we could discuss scheme and new players. Sure. But sure. who are some guys that Cowboy fans should at least keep in mind here? It's the classic trade scenario. Ron Rivera coming in as the former head coach of the commanders as a defensive coordinator. I think that's a guy. I think you know Mike Zimmer is a name that we've heard whispered, which makes sense because Jerry has obviously a long relationship with Zim. Um, People don't mind Zimmer, to be honest. You know, I, 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 I don't. I, I think Zimmer to me, like, would be the only problem with Zimmer is that I feel like it's, it would be a quite a change, like, from what yeah. what you've got, right? And that's actually my issue with with another guy, Brandon Staley, right? Yeah, I, I think Brandon Staley makes a lot of sense, and and I like that's actually a guy I would be interested in hiring as a defensive coordinator, um, but like. The problem is, is that that's such a sea change from what you're doing currently. It's a lot more shell coverage. It's you know, it's it's a lot of you wouldn't be getting the benefit of of that defense necessarily in year one. I wouldn't think, or maybe maybe you would just, but not the same way you would after a couple of years of development, right? I think if you're looking to kind of just again reload, Rivera makes some sense because I think he I'm can Rivera, no. coach that kind of style of defense, and maybe he brings in some of his own elements to change things up. Maybe more of an emphasis on the linebackers, right? Cause he's a linebacker guy himself. Right. Um, I, I, you know, Zim makes, I guess some sense if, if he'd be willing to kind of, you know, uh, adapt to what the Cowboys are already doing to us to a certain degree. Um, 
you know, there, there's retreads out there. People have thrown around Vrabel's name, but I just don't think that that makes any sense. He's I don't never think he's going to do that either. And he was also just never like a defensive play caller. It was always just a like a you know a stepping stone to uh, uh, get it to becoming a head coach, right? Like that that yeah. that was he was a he wasn't Houston, guy. but it wasn't great. Like they even had JJ Watt. Their defenses weren't great. Yeah. Um, uh, you know, I, I think those are the big names that we're hearing kind of bandied about. Who, have you heard anybody else kind of outside of that list uh, mentioned with the Cowboys? No, that I mean, that's that's those are basically the guys. I don't see the Cowboys going out and getting a somebody who ha- doesn't have defensive coordinator experience before. Like, I think if they're going to go out and sign somebody, it's going to be a Zimmer or Rivera, like somebody who has a lot of skins on the wall, right? I, not a Hey, this is a up and coming defensive line coach from the Kansas City Chiefs. We're going to make him our new defensive coordinator. Like I, I just don't see that happening. Uh, so, which leads me back to I, I think Rivera is a real option here. I really do. What about I, I'll give you another one. Uh, this guy is out there. He has not been hired yet. What about Wink Martindale? I mean, I guess like I, I don't know. Like it, it, it feels like. It's it's a complete it, it's that is the opposite end of the spectrum of what this defense has been doing right. This has been a team that doesn't like to blitz necessarily a ton. It, it likes to you know five man pressures are one thing, but like truly blitzing like Wink does, he's a madman. Uh, I, I I mean coverage wise, it would be kind of similar because you do see uh, some man coverage there, but it's a lot of fire zone stuff. Oh, yeah, it's just yeah, it's a it's. Not maybe not schematically a huge difference because I think there are some there's some crossover especially in the secondary, but I think philosophy wise like it's it's wildly different sending everybody all the time and like yeah like not necessarily putting coverage on an island you know right. uh, our our corners are used to the opposite right taking advantage of the pressure created by the 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 front four. Uh, and then playing, you know, having a, a bunch of tight windows because you have a bunch of men dropping back in coverage. Right. This would be the opposite. It'd be like, oh, there's only three guys in coverage and everybody else is going to the quarterback. So I I, I, I don't hate it, generally speaking, because I don't I'm not going to judge Wink only on what uh, happened in New York. But I do think that it would be a huge change from what mm-hmm. the Cowboys are used to. Just want to mention that we did a show like two weeks ago talking about is Dan Quinn holding the Cowboys hostage? And what we meant by that, is he going to take so long where the Cowboys might lose out on a bunch of good defensive coordinator candidates? And that actually ended up being the case. Like it's February 1st now, and he just got hired. The senior bowl is wrapping up today. Uh, And now you're going into the month of February without a defensive coordinator. Maybe the Cowboys already know that, hey, we're going to lock up Joe Witt. And we've been anticipating for this for a while, so it's not a big deal. But if he leaves, I mean, it could be a while before we find out. We we might get to, you know, way after the Super Bowl before we find out who the Cowboys' new defensive coordinator is. That's why I think that this is with 100% a continuity hire because the Cowboys have – they wouldn't – they're doing they're comfortable with doing it this way because they know they're going to be hiring somebody to run the exact same kind of defense. It, you know, if you were going to do a new kind of scheme and try to change up the, how you're, you're trying to do defense, you needed to hire a guy before now, you know, because yeah. you needed to have him have influence to talk to the scouts to get the new sort of, of template for what you're looking for in these defensive players. And so to start, start scouting that again, 
none of that fits the 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 mold of an all-in year this year, right? All of this feels like, hey, we're we're looking for the exact same type of players. We may have a different defensive play caller, but ultimately we're looking to do the exact same kind of thing. Uh, and and because you wouldn't be like again, you wouldn't be able to make that kind of sea change on defense this late and have yeah. it go well for this season. So I just can I offer you the, the dream situation of like the dream dream situation of Bill Belichick running the defense with Nick Saban coaching your secondary and Mike Vrabel running your linebackers? Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I mean, yeah, sure, if you want to. Yeah, uh, I, mean, I, I, I know there's going to be some delusional Cowboy fans out there that are thinking, listen, what about Nick listen, Saban running our defense? I'll, I'll take Saban as defensive coordinator if you just want to make him the defensive coordinator. I'm, I'm uh, down with that. Those those fans are going to be so bummed out when it's Ron Rivera and not Matt Jack. Uh, oh, well, we've got a lot to talk about over the yeah. next probably like month uh, until we find the Cowboys' new defensive coordinator. But just want to let everybody know on tomorrow's show – We've got the guys from Locked On NFL Draft popping on to talk about the Senior Bowl. Uh, we'll be discussing prospects that fit the Cowboys' defense. We don't even know what defense the Cowboys are running, so that's going to be yeah. fun. Uh, yeah. We'll talk about some more of the offensive line guys that are there. So make sure you tune in for that. Make sure you're downloading the podcast wherever you get your podcasts. We are free and available on all platforms. Go follow Landon on Twitter at McCoolBCB. I'm at Marcus underscore Mosier, and we will see you right back here tomorrow.